the Mind Body Connection podcast. The body and mind. With your host, Dr. Phil Parker. Due to the ongoing issues with the coronavirus situation, we've slightly changed our schedule. We've replaced our normal interviews with some recordings of live seminars on how to boost your health. To make it easier to navigate the seminars, we've edited them so that the discussion, theory, the research is covered in one section, and then the second section covers some of the major exercises we've done, so that you can listen back to them as many times as you want to. This section is a guided meditation on developing compassion from Seminar 5. So I'm going to run you through the easiest and most powerful way of doing a compassion and loving-kindness meditation. And it has a number of steps, but they're pretty easy. So, first thing I'd like you to do is just get in touch with what it feels like to be in a place of kindness. So for you, when for you are you kind? Who are you kind with? Who do you find it easy to be kind with now? It could be your kids, could be your best friends, could be your puppy. You know, rescue dog could be around nature but just start to connect with what it feels like to be kind what that feels like where does that feel in your body what are your thoughts like how does your mind think what's your breathing like And as you do, just connect with that feeling. Feel it flowing through your body and then take a few moments to follow this very simple but very important set of steps. The first thing you need to do is to pour that kindness towards yourself. Because unless you can bring compassion to yourself and kindness to yourself, then taking it to other people doesn't really make a whole heap of sense. So practice maybe having it coming in waves, just watching it like the waves on that beach. Just feeling those feelings of being kind to yourself and you know remember what I said earlier about you know all the decisions we make all the things we do we do them for the best possible reasons based on the information we have so if you're holding a grudge against yourself for having done something maybe you can let that go recognizing that you're doing your best and then to think about some of those aspects of yourself that you're not as kind to as maybe you need to be and pouring some of that kindness into that. And then, taking a few moments when you really have a sense of being kind to yourself, 
and aspects of you that maybe you've been resenting. Developing a sense of forgiveness, kindness. Then move on to the next phase, which is to imagine somebody that you do already feel very kindly towards. Just picture them in your mind and imagine giving them kindness, maybe saying some of the phrases like, may you have happiness in your life. May you be at peace. May life be good for you. So you're spending some time just thinking about somebody else. Remember, of course, we talked about earlier that spending some time thinking about somebody else is good for them, it's good for us too. So give and beam that kindness to those people that you care about. Maybe see them in front of you. Just take a few moments to give that kindness to them. And then I'd like you to think about the third person. Third type of person is somebody you don't particularly have any relationship to one way or the other. They're just somebody they maybe pop in, bump into every now and then. But, you know, maybe it's the sort of person who used to drive the bus or give you coffee when coffee shops existed. Or you saw pass in the street. Somebody you don't have any particular relationship. And again, just beam that kindness to them as well. And then when you've done that, wishing them peace and happiness and a good life. Just feel what it feels like to spend the moments and time giving that to yourself, to people you care about, and to this person that you don't have any particular relationship to. It's just developing that ability to generate and be present to kindness. And then, probably the most important and for many people the most transformational thing is to think about somebody who you don't have a fabulous relationship with. Somebody who you feel slighted by or maybe you've just got stuck in some kind of not very powerful strange and not good place with. And to imagine giving that kindness to them, independent of whether you believe they deserve it or not, independent of whether what they did was good or bad, righteous, wrong, whatever your judgments are, let them go and just decide to give them kindness. Because the Buddha was renowned for saying, 
that when we hold resentment against someone else, he says, holding on to anger is like holding a burning coal. It burns you. And he also said, being really furious and frustrated with someone, being resentful, is like drinking poison and expecting somebody else to die. Because if that person is not even in your life or not in your room, same room as you, you're being annoyed with them, they don't really know about it. It's really you that suffers. And it prevents the relationship from ever having a chance of moving forwards and keeps you stuck in a past event. So maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. Just like the waves on the sea come in and come out. Just like some of the animals people have uh, talked about they're grateful for. They seem to just be able to let things go and move on. Maybe we could learn to do that too. Maybe. And then finally, to take a few moments to wish them peace, happiness, and a good life. Before moving on to the final stage, which is to wish kindness, compassion to all living things and beings, whether it's the trees, the birds, fish in the sea. To just take a few moments. And then to slowly bring yourself back in your own time. Thanking yourself for taking the time to give that to yourself because remember the evidence is people who do the loving kindness exercises the gratitude and compassion exercises they get changes in their well-being and their health to some extent so you're getting a gift a benefit from it and by giving it to other people even if they're not physically there by letting go of that letting go of that that will change how you are when you're there next time one of the recommendations is to link this to something you do anyway. So if you have a meal every day with your family or your close relations, then to start the meal or to end the meal just by saying, so what's been great today? What are you, what are you happy about? It doesn't have to be diarized, it doesn't have to be journaled. It's about bringing an awareness of what you're pleased about and maybe pointing out some of the things that happened to you that were aspects of kindness that you saw and at this time remember I said earlier that some evidence that doing this to strangers is really valuable we don't get in touch with strangers much 
or so it seems but you know virtually in our virtual worlds we can be bumping into all sorts of people who are you know friends of friends of friends of friends we don't know directly just say something nice even just dropping a little heart on their post you know what it's like when you someone likes your post it's a nice thing we know that actually tends to produce a little dose of dopamine in our bodies but we could maybe give that just kindly so what I'd like you to take away from today is as we move into week five or week six depending on where you are of lockdown that you've survived so far done all right and that's something to be grateful for you may know people who've had the virus hopefully they've moved through it most people do you may know people who haven't managed to do that but you could be thankful for the fact that you knew them and for the great moments that they shared with you on their journey and finally I'd like you to just imagine your future and as you think about your future just imagine it as a line just notice which direction it goes in some of you will be more familiar with this than others but just imagine which direction it goes in and what I'd like you to do as you look along that line is to see let's say five years from now where this is all done and dusted we can barely remember that summer we look back and in the same way you know how much do you remember about 2015 it's a long time ago so take yourself into 2025 turn around in your mind and look back look back at that distant time that seemed so important at the time as these things do and feel what it feels like to connect with being in 2025 where this is just a distant moment and then float all the way back to now to 2020 and pour into your future a brightness a lightness maybe one of the colors if you can see the video maybe one of the colors that particularly calls to you and add some little disney sparkle so it sparkles and glitters add some aromas that for you would make this future just feel smell and sense beautiful brilliant exhilarating wonderful welcoming so the smell may be the aroma of wood smoke it may be the smell of your favorite restaurant it may be the smell of particular perfume from the flowers or somebody wears maybe the smell of freshly ground coffee whatever it is for you and then just feel what it feels like in your mind to step into that future way beyond today way beyond the next few weeks way beyond the next few months just feeling what it feels like feeling really grateful for whatever it is you've learned in this experience as you move forwards now with a new sense of what it's like to be you a you that knows how to be different that's learned something important because you know you're always learning there's always something that may not be clear to you right now but there is always something that when we reflect back we recognize you know what that was more useful than I thought it was at the time we've all had moments like that and so I'm going to leave you with that thought 
I'm going to let the beach play a little bit longer. And also just to remind you, not only to be kind to yourself and others, but as part of this, one of the things I've been doing is building lots of programs for people who are helping us. So people in the NHS and uh, key workers, essential services, they're doing amazing work and it's really important they are. Um, and we know particularly with the NHS workers, they're putting themselves, unfortunately, a degree of risk or having to isolate themselves from their families to, to keep their families safe. So as a thank you, as a gratitude exercise, I've developed some of the things that I've, uh, I talk about and normally we charge for these courses and we've created a, a whole series of, of uh, very short, very easy to access um, podcasts, Facebook groups, uh, videos on YouTube so I can pretty much get them anywhere about less than about 10 minutes each that's enough to to fit into a very busy schedule help them to be de-stressed to deal with relationships because they'll be faced with all sorts of people in in trouble in, in challenging situations and to learn how to sleep more easily and all sorts of stuff that would be really useful and also some skills they can teach to uh, to their patients to help their patients to manage themselves in a more healthy way too. So all that's free. There's a little sign coming up in a second to tell you a bit more about that. But what they need to do is go to philparker.org forward slash 2020NHS. And what I'd love you to do is to share that to everybody, really, because it's free. Um, we launched it yesterday. We already had some people interested, but there's thousands of workers out there who have no idea it exists. And uh, if you can do anything to share it with as many people as you, as you know, they may not work for the NHS, but they will know people who do, then please do, because we want to give them something back. We know they're, they're under pressure at the moment and anything we can do to help. Uh, we think would be a great thing so please join in on that and I will see you guys soon The Mind Body Connection Podcast The Body and Mind